Welcome back to Dad Meet, everybody. Uh, first, I want to say happy birthday in the hospital to Tim Butterly. Tim's on the mend, and we need all of our prayer warriors to wish him well, get him up and, and run him back to speed. Prayers up, Tim. I shouldn't have said in the hospital. He's truly not in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> that was a portrait. That's news to me. Yeah. Wow. No, he's and, just sick. Okay. <laughs> oh, I miss my Uncle Charles, though. Sydney Gant, Kaldanjala, welcome. Thanks for having me, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you for coming tonight. Man, we were just speaking on some fucked up Disney experiences. Yeah, I truly did not understand how fucked up it was to watch Beauty and the Beast at 16 by yourself. Oh my God, 16. I thought you were 14 at max. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> John, it was a dark era. And a dork era. All your other friends were <laughs> driving around and fingering. And you were eating cold cuts watching the Beast. Dude, it was a swift transition from eating cold cuts and watching the Beast to hard wigger. What? So... Ooh. When you were watching Beauty and the Beast at this time, what information were you taking in? Were, were you the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to get took. <laughs> so I was definitely Belle. But dude, I, my, my whole thing revolved around comfort. And I would lay on the floor. I would eat uh, hot capicola and Virginia baked ham by the slice. And I would just wrap myself in my comforter. I had no idea that you know, you needed to be uncomfortable at certain points in your life. <laughs> to me, which is always about seeking out as much comfort as possible. You don't have to be uncomfortable. That's not what makes this weird, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you weren't out riding bikes or playing football with your buddies. Well, so, I mean, but was we, no. What's weird is that was his comfort. His comfort, because yeah. your my comfort was playing football and riding bikes with the boys. Yeah, you know what I mean. His comfort was. Watching Beauty and the Beast at 16 by himself. <laughs> wrapped, wrapped in a quilt. Wrapped in my mom's quilt. Just sitting in the living room singing, There must be more than this provincial <laughs> life. One of the deep cuts, of course. Yeah, it's not one I'm familiar with. <laughs> exactly. But dude, the reason why I sought out comfort was like, I, I just, I had profound anxiety. So leaving the house I had all these fucking whacked out scenarios played out in my head of all the fucked up shit that happened to me if I left the house. What was your day-to-day scenario, like uh, Most, circumstances dude, of scenarios? mostly getting beat up because I got jumped seeing Ladybugs a couple years prior. <laughs> the movie? Yes. No, you... acting in it, dickhead. <laughs> seeing the movie, yes. Sorry about the loss of Jonathan Brandis. Oh, man. R.I.P. Actually, no, I was happy when Jonathan Brandis died. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I, I also had this weird thing where, like, it would move me up in the pecking order to get closer to Tatiana Ali. Sick. So if uh, Mrs. Brandis is listening, I apologize. That came out a lot stronger than I intended. <laughs> but happy birthday in heaven, Jonathan Brandis. So most of it was... Where'd you get rolled on? Movie theater? Outside in movie theater. All right. How close did you live to the movie theater that you thought those same guys were going to come to your house and beat your <laughs> Pretty ass? Pretty far, dude. Jesus. Yeah. Did, did, was it personal? Were they aiming at no. you? It was me, uh, my buddy Mikey, my buddy Jason. So it was the three of us. And we were waiting for my mom to pick us up. My mom was late. And it was like a pack of like, we were fucking 12 maybe. And it was like a pack of like 10 fucking high schoolers rolled up. And one of them asked for my Atlanta Falcon starter jacket. Damn. Specific. I said no. And we tried walking away. And one kid jumped all three. <laughs> oh Was his name Gaston? <laughs> no one fights like Gaston. <laughs> Had to no Gaston. one steel starter jackets <laughs> like Gaston. <laughs> Dude, how, that, I think that's the defense. Though. The next time you're about to get jumped, sing Beauty and the Beast songs. Gotta. Yeah, it's worth a try. Bonjour, good day. How is your family? <laughs> But dude, that that I'm to think I've never seen this movie. <laughs> oh, dude, <We're, laughs> these John, songs are not familiar. <laughs> come over tomorrow, it. and we're gonna curl up in my comforter, <laughs> and we're gonna watch Beauty and the Beast. Say, so, would you curl up with us? I mean, yeah. I mean, can you only watch it in in, lux- in luxurious comfort? Is there any other way you can take in Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, if you're a fucking animal. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure, you yeah. can bring your own snuggie, but that's as far as you get. All right. I mean, I mean, I'll do what I have to do to to be part of this. So all that centered upon that moment. Oh, dude, there was something even more embarrassing than getting than three kids getting jumped by one. Um, we ran back to Mikey's house, and his dad gave me a ride to my house. 
And when I got to my house, I was just crestfallen, thinking like, oh, my God, my mother's going to think I was kidnapped or something like that. <laughs> so finally, my mom came back home, and she was just like, what the fuck, dude? Well, you got beat up so bad, you thought your mom was going to find you missing? <laughs> Holy shit. Like, how much were you, like, fucked up out of your reality? It, dude, it scared me more than anything else. I, I got punched maybe twice, but it just scared me more than anything else. Was that, was that your first time ever being punched? No. Not in had, the head? Yeah. I had gotten beat up one other time before that, and it was maybe within that year. You got any dubs? Yeah. Well, yeah, as I got older. Okay. As a child, I only had one, but I don't really count it because the kid was, like, two years younger than me. And on rollerblades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I beat him backwards. <laughs> Wait, how, did you get any dubs before the Ladybug Massacre? Just that one. But I, again, like, I didn't really count it. And like, I got wedgied pretty hard, so that's, a, that's, a, that's an L. <laughs> and the same one that you have a dub? Wait. He got and that's wedgied. the same house. So he got wedgied so hard, he considers it a loss of a fight. <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. It sounds like he got wedgied so hard, wow. he beat up the kid's younger brother. <laughs> Um, so me whipping his little brother's ass happened on the front lawn and me getting wedgied happened in their basement. What? Did you fight your way into their house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, was the person who did the wedgie the final ball? No, man. He was, uh, just some neighborhood dirtball with a neighborhood dirtball name, Ray Klein. For sure. <laughs> By the way, people keep saying you look like Ethan Klein. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. I've gotten that it in do be person like that. before. How do you feel about that? Um, I agree. I think we look alike. I think what does that guy do? Is he an actor or just an He's online a, personality? I think just podcasts and YouTube okay. videos and stuff. Right. Yeah. Who do what? people say you look like? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm waiting for it. I, got, I need people that look like me to start getting famous, so it's easier to take me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like people say Russell Westbrook, but it's only because he's just like intense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I am I am clearly an intense person. And and that it's that it's visible, mm-hmm. but like I don't I don't think physical appearance wise I don't think Russell Westbrook yeah. have look alike. Yeah, I can see the profile comparison. We're similar color, here. similar color. We're both jacked as fuck and more athletic than we should be. He's a baseball player that shows up wearing weird clothes, right? Yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah, that's one of his traits. Have you considered wearing weird clothes to try to emulate him? I never consider. I I always despise the kid wearing weird clothes. It's like, what are you doing? You're sitting next to uh, a white person who formerly had dreadlocks. <laughs> we all a... peacock in our different ways, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest he's ever been, I'm sure. I was just reminiscing with my family yesterday about how uh, dreadlocks were very short-lived. And in that time, it was, I think it was the first season at Citizens Bank Park mm-hmm. in the upper level. I was coming back with like a hot dog and a fucking soda or something. And you know how it's very, um, that's steep, very steep incline. And I like took one misstep and I landed on a mum mum. And a couple innings later, she had to get taken out by the EMS. <laughs> 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 Fucking dreadlocks, eyebrow ring, acne took out a mum mum. That's her worst nightmare, man. <laughs> Holy shit. It's everything she complains about. <laughs> she was probably escorted out to be scrubbed down. <laughs> Can you get that off me? It's, it's, it's still on me. What is that? Yeah. It took multiple innings of baseball to be like, this needs to be medically removed. Whatever he has on me, I need an ambulance to her get it off. Skin, her skin's permanently tie-dyed. Her husband was like, new kind of guy just dropped yeah. on to you. She's been singing reggae ever since. John, what, what prompted those? Uh, dreadlocks? Yes. Lil Wayne. Really? Yeah. I think the his episode of Cribs was the first time I saw him with dreadlocks. And I was mm. like, damn, he looks fucking cool as shit. And I was into Bob Marley as well. Okay. Yeah. It that was, was bad. It was a bad choice. <laughs> that seemed like Sorry a, about that, that seemed like a very way. secondary, like, yeah, I mean, throw him the Bob Marley thing too. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. It was, it was like primarily mostly, Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, 85%. Wayne induced. <laughs> <laughs> I am supposed to. Are you claiming fifteen percent Marley? <laughs> yeah, 
I forgot. I am supposed to apologize to every black person I see about that. So <gasps> sorry I mean, again. Listen, don't apologize <laughs> to me. Don't apologize. You're wrong, black guy. <laughs> You're, You're pro white guys with dreads. Nobody owns a hairstyle. I'm pro. Nobody owns a hairstyle. That's fucking insane. <laughs> well, now that you say it like that, maybe you're right. <laughs> I mean, and that there are there are arguments made that uh, white dreads were part of different warrior cultures for certain European. Yeah, I've seen uh, ten thousand BC. Yeah, so it's like, what, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Sid and John, would you two consider trading hairstyles this year? <laughs> yeah, if there's a doctor that can pull it off, I'm down. <laughs> I actually responded to somebody who was complaining about you looking like Ethan Klein today on YouTube. And I mentioned that if we're somehow able to double our Patreon sometime soon, that I will use that money to pay for your surgery. To make me. Either, I forget if I, I remember put, who you said. Was it a Kardashian or Alf? <laughs> <laughs> What's the fucking difference? <laughs> I'll tell you what. One of us celebrates Fapiano, yeah. and the others do not. Well, I would never fuck a Kardashian. <laughs> Fapiano is Thanksgiving's equivalent on Melmac. I don't know if you know that. Oh, okay. I did not know that. <laughs> Jake knew it. I, I just thought that was Jake's middle name. <laughs> Damn. Jake, you celebrate Fapiano? Every, yes, every day. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. When's the last time you saw your cats? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's something that always rubbed me the wrong way about Alf, about how fucking, <laughs> about how Willie was always screaming at him, like, yeah, I'm sorry, you have a fucking alien in your house. Maybe cut him some slack. <laughs> Maybe get him another cat. Or tint your windows, dickhead. <laughs> Wait, is that yelling about him? About anything or about trying to eat the house cat? Just yelling about anything. I yeah. mean, it's, it's not like he fucking chose to be there. And on that note, fucking Dave from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, they did choose that life. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to choose that life then not be about that life? <laughs> Wasn't that the, uh, the arc of every episode of Alf? Like he would yell at Alf and then Alf would get really sad. And then at the end, he realized he was being too harsh on Alf. He would hit him, too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if, if that happened today, like, some pervert would be fucking Alf in the garage. <laughs> I love Alf. I do, too, man. I missed him. I, um, I was just about to say, I think I had an Alf doll, although I'm not sure if I had one or I wanted one. The one thing that I know that I had Whoa. was a Cabbage Patch Kid, which is another thing a boy probably should not have. Nope. Should not have. And I got it a day that we were leaving for vacation. I had an aunt that was promising that one was coming. And at a certain point, we're just like, yeah, okay, cool. But then, lo and behold, the day that we're leaving for Wildwood, New Jersey vacation, we get a pack. my sister and I each get a package, and we get a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. And you were as pumped to get it as your sister. Yeah. Yeah, you were supposed to be wanting garbage pill kids back then. I did like them too. They so were shit. Some wires got crossed at some point. I did like some normal boy shit. I mean, I did play sports for a while. I was pretty good at them. Um, when did you stop? When or why? When? Uh, sixth grade. I know why, because Beauty and the Beast got released from the vault. And you got to come VHS. We're opening the vault one time only. Grab your quilt and your cold cuts. This is my summer, Mom. We're opening the vault. You better not let that fat fucking weird kid in here. You better put him on a leash. Oh my god, man. Were you, was there ever a time you were excited when Disney opened the vault? Everything. At some point, I was. I was like, holy shit. Fox and the Hound. But we always had, like for the most part, we had the VHS of whatever they were trying to act like nobody had. Yeah, but the hype of the vault, though. Yeah, you know, that was, that like, was man, a lot, man. That was a really yeah. top-notch marketing Yes, place. It was. And they would just, you know, the the... The cover would be just a little bit better looking mm -hmm. of a drawing mm -hmm. than the last version. So I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah, because it was, it was the new definition of. Right. Like, they did improve the quality. Yeah. 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 It was pretty sick. 
uh, on their part for market marketing wise. But I was like pumped. I'm all, for Aladdin. Ooh. Yeah, was, I'm, an, I'm an Aladdin boy. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> I think I saw Aladdin in the theaters nine times. Do Aladdin's what? shit. Yeah, I loved that Aladdin. Movie what did you shit. love about it? Both of you. Uh, I mean, Prince Ali, handsome as he. Ali Ababa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk Disney songs, bro? I got Aladdin all day. <laughs> yeah. I think I just like the uh, stealing. Would you feel more comfortable yeah. sitting on the stealing carpet? From the, from what, sitting on the carpet <laughs> yeah. while I say this? The stealing and uh, the carpet. Eventually, like when he got the carpet, I was like, "Holy shit!" He, he was he was a ne'er do well who came up, and all of his ne'er do well skills made him win the pussy in the end. Like wow, he, like that's like that's I, a great that's, way of putting it. That's what yeah. I fucked with. He was like, "Oh, you don't have to change, and you can get a hot chick." Yeah, oh, man. sick. I like the way you put that. Sid. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. I you know I might think about writing cards. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, do, doing uh, animation for perverts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm, you describing that makes me want to like. You ever see like Aladdin themes for like parties and shit like that? Mm-hmm. I think I might want to do like invite my wife back here one night and just have this decked out in an Aladdin theme. Nice. Like have her have tea with me on a carpet. Like dress one of the cats up like a little monkey. <laughs> then have throw someone, acid in her face. <laughs> have a stranger come through and steal an apple. Oh my god! Do you want to be that stranger? Yeah. <laughs> What's he going to do with that apple? What the fuck is John going to do with that apple? That's a good question. <laughs> Probably dump it all over an old lady. <laughs> Chew it up first, spit it in her face. John, when you when you fell on top of that old lady, did you consider asking her family for her number to find out if she was okay later on? No, I think I could feel the heat from <laughs> from them. They didn't. It's a good thing I was sitting behind them because they did not want to ever see me again in my yeah. fucking life. Was she squishy? Did you immediately know that you broke her? No, it was like a bag of bones. Oh, Not much no. squish to be had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she so she was like hollow. You fell in a hollow old lady? Yeah. yeah. A puff of dust came out of her asshole and mouth. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you feel things dislocate when you were getting up? I, when you were pushing up off her to that's get that thing. Up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you need no. like unless I was lifted. Yeah. I had to. You had the more pressure on. Old... That's like a that's a fucking Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> well, if you're that old, stay out of the fucking ring. All right. <laughs> that's probably like the worst I've ever felt about anything when I did that. It was terrible. Yeah, mushing an old lady is probably top on anybody's list. Like a stranger old lady yeah. that like was enjoying a time until you existed in her life. Better her than one I know. <laughs> and the Phillies lost. John, who did you go with? My family. Mm. Yeah. How did they feel about it? Um, <laughs> Nobody uh, fell on them. They were great. <laughs> Physically, they felt fine. Uh, much better than the woman. But I brought it up last night because I was trying to figure out who was there. I was uh-huh. like, were you there? Were you there? And... Uh, they were all pretty s- still uh, no smiling about it yeah. for sure. Yeah. They're like, I was fucking dead. <laughs> were you trying to convince her as you're getting up off her? Like, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. So wait, why are you asking if we were there? <laughs> Let me get you to sign something first. <laughs> the wave gets to her. And she's just screaming in agony. <laughs> I don't know why they had the whole thing on the jumbotron. <laughs> they shot a hot dog at her just to see if she was a faker. <laughs> Right. It looks like this one's legit. <laughs> Man. The fanatic's trying to bring her back to life. <laughs> trying to kiss her back to life. <laughs> Where would you kiss an old lady to bring her back to life? An old lady you just mushed in a in a fucking stadium seat. <laughs> you gotta put her life alert badge you in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> where do you kiss her back to life? Where her family don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. You still got it. You still got it. Oh, dude, I was um on Reddit looking at porn. I broke my porn fast. Still not back on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's fine. Although you wait. shouldn't be paying for pornography. All right. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> All right. So, um, what was I? About? Oh yeah, I went on Reddit today. I wanted to look up milfs. However, there's way too many younger women describing themselves as milfs yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Which I hate. So you have to actually go to the GILF subreddit to look at MILFs. Mm-hmm. And even the GILFs are getting a little young these days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>, what? GILF. 
Yeah, I want to see chicks that don't understand why they're where they are. <laughs> <laughs> but showing pussy. <laughs> I thought I was at the Phillies game. <laughs> Instead, it's a bunch of hot black chicks that are actually gilfs. <laughs> It's like 32 and a grandmother. Yeah, my porn up search is world's youngest gagil. <laughs> By the way, my mom was 32 and a grandmother. Oh, wow. That's a true story. Did she like that? I don't, I mean. There's I, no fucking way anybody would ever like that. Don't I, say I don't know. Yeah. No one would ever enjoy being a 30-year-old mom. Well, there, there are certain cultures in this country, uh, John, that are in dire straits. Because they love shit just like that. <laughs> Man, I, maybe I don't have my uh, pulse on the beat. Money for nothing. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be a young grandma? Who wants to be like an old grandma? Like she's gro- she grew up with her fucking grandkids. Now, John, I'm about to to that point. Like I'm about to say that people might enjoy that because it allows them to to exhibit vitality. At a younger age, whereas if you become a grandparent in your seventies, what can you actually do with your fucking grandkids? Give them a fucking Werther's, take them to the movies. That's all you're supposed to be doing. I don't know, man. Nah, she taught them how to fight. Yeah, that's supposed to be like <laughs> fucking training with your mom and pop up. I, I hope you become well, I mean, a young it, grandfather. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta make it up quick, man. So it's I gotta get started. What, how old are you? Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you have a kid, I mean, maximum. Thir- 12 or 13 years from now Plus 9 months Alright so you have a 13 year old that gets pregnant when you're 48 You could still be a young grandpa I think under 50 I, yeah, I think that's good criteria cut off. If you're under 50 you're a piece of fucking shit <laughs> I'm sorry man Dude, Sorry about so- the dreadlocks Sorry about calling your mom a piece of shit <laughs> Dude that would be yeah. so great If you became a 48 year old grandfather And crushed your newborn grandson <laughs> Why is he sitting in seats right here? <laughs> Where would you kiss him back to life? <laughs> Where I, as grandfather, don't want to see. I remember uh, a couple of years ago when Moyles were giving babies herpes from mm. sucking on their peepees. Somehow I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, because they they wait they they because they bite the they bite the foreskin, bite the foreskin off. Skin off. Yeah. Huh. Were they named Gaston? <laughs> no one bites like Gaston. <laughs> they're not. They're just. They're just biting like that last bit, right? Like you got your fingernail all the way I, almost dude, off, and it's just that last. Even if they're biting a bit or a bunch, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. You don't have how, to bite anything how, off. How a kid's much dick. is no, a valid don't. amount of dick to bite off of a child, John? I'm gonna say zero. <laughs> What do you say? I don't think you have to bite babies' dicks at all. And I especially don't think that they have to put their hair up in a ponytail to do it. <laughs> but yeah, the most insane aspect of that story is that there's any kind of tradition that involves a member of the clergy biting a baby's bird. There should be no bird mouth situation at all. Yeah, I think we need to, to revise every book. No kissing it either. <laughs> Because they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna dial back, and they're gonna. Yeah. Can All we right. Well, I'll it? kiss it off. All we'll right. Kiss it. Last and final offer. Can we whisper on? It? I don't even Man. know why I'm doing this. Actually, let's talk about that. Can they whisper? Is that is that offensible? Whispering on a, on, a, on a bird, like bless, like they get down, like they you, somebody else cuts it off surgically, and they get down and they like bless it from like but proximity. I don't, dude. I, I don't think there should be any any. Ritual that involves anything with a baby's dick. Yeah, no. Mouth, I, I even yeah. think like putting water on a kid's head is too much. <laughs> like, why can't you just say something to him? Yeah, just spit talk at him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Leak on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would settle for that. I think gleeking on a baby is much better than biting his fucking dick off. <laughs> that's an R. That's an R. That's an R. Kelly album right there. Gleeking on, Gleek on you. <laughs> gleeking on a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Technically that ain't spit Leaking on a baby <laughs> Well Glee we, ain't spit by the way I, just, I fucking stand by that And I'll fight anybody to the death Oh no doubt It's point, just a different action It's not like spitting on someone It's still saliva But 
Yeah, sorry. It's like I, yeah, want, I didn't want that to get away. It's like squirting and pissing. Yeah, yeah, drink them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bathroom's right here. <laughs> have John? Have you ever been pissed on? Nah. Oh, been I pissed off you? a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> bet you said not on purpose. Like I, like I had like I was like in the back seat with a lady that pissed. That wasn't fun. Just not being able to hit the bathroom in time. Was she straddling it? I mean, you know, she was drunk. We were like sitting next to she. Like everybody got soaked. It was, hmm. you know, I'm an old man, so college was in the '90s and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Harrison died. Just said to the tune of "Lean on Me," "Gleek on Me." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. M. Gunther said, "Whispering is only offensive if your mustache hairs touch the bird." Those oh, moils don't trim very well. Wait, what, what if he was whispering I love you to the bird? <laughs> Come on. Think about what you're saying. Say so the yin yang twins. Hey, baby girl, let me whisper in you. Let me whisper in your dick. <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't know, man. There, there's no reason for that tradition. And Are we all circumcised? Yeah. Yeah. You tell me, pal. <laughs> yeah, bring it out. Bathroom's yeah. right here. <laughs> well, there's a tradition in Africa where you gotta like suck, the, like you gotta suck off the fucking elders. Mm. Oh my god, are mm. you talking about that old David Adjicum joke? Well, he got it from the same fucking documentary we all <laughs> saw about it. Yes, well, yeah, that's in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, Papua New Guinea. Pa- Papua New Guinea. Yeah, dude, what it do was they one do? of the greatest jokes ever. He was like, in Papua New Guinea, uh, the youth have to suck off the elders as a tradition, and he was like. I don't want, I'm glad I wasn't born, or I don't want to live there. I don't want to be born there. Man, I couldn't have fucked this joke up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Bathroom's this right here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad I wasn't born there, but I do want to die there or grow old there or something. He was talking yeah. about getting his dick sucked by little kids. But they, they, have, a good joke. they have to swallow the cum. What? Yeah, they have to swallow the cum. Because they're starving? <laughs> it's, it's a rite of passage. So you become a man in their culture. Swallow, you have to be man enough to swallow cum. Mm. You better hope to be born Benjamin Buttoning. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I just want to take a second to thank our sponsor. This episode of Dad Meat is presented to you by Manscaped. Boys, I don't know about you, but my pubes, you could eat off of them. That's how well-shorn they are. They smell great. They look great, and I would present them for military inspection right now. Whoa. Yep. High and tight. I've actually entered my pubic area into the Westminster Dog Show this year. (laughs) (laughs) John, I hope you don't mind I signed you up to run it out there. (laughs) But for real, if you go to manscaped.com, use promo code FATBIRD, you get 20% off of whatever you order, and you get free shipping. I can't say enough about Manscaped stuff. I use it almost every day. Um, Sunday is normally my pube shaving day. So you guys are in for a treat if you want to take a peek later on. (laughs) Not telling you have to, but honestly, like now that we're talking about moils, like if I were to get visited by a moil any day of the week, Sunday's the moil visit day. (laughs) Like he would like have to put on his glasses to be like, that's a good pubis. So if you want to have a nice pubis too, go to (laughs) manscaped.com. Type in promo code FATBIRD. You get 20% off and free shipping whatever you order. I have a question. Yeah. What makes your pubes smell good? There's, um, they have something called ball toner, which makes everything smell good. Wow. It's essentially deodorant for your balls. Liquid? Yeah, it's like a little, I'll show, I got it upstairs. It's like a little container. You can right. put it on there. Good smelling pubes. I never would have thought of that. I don't know that. if it's meant to go in your pubes, but I just, I smother everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like salt bay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dripping it down my forearm. It's going to end up some places it's probably not meant for. But again, if you go to manscaped.com, use promo code FATBIRD, you get 20% off of whatever you order and free shipping. Yeah, I'm trying to think what kind of dog you could probably pull off in the Westminster Dog Show with your squeaky clean balls. Mm. Are you like a hairless pug down there? Like, could you pull no, off a pug? No, I would probably go with... Man. Maybe Boston Terrier. Like, there's still hair down there, but you can't, like, tussle it. <laughs> Untussleable junk. <laughs> you run your hands through it. It's the same as it was before. 
<laughs> right? A, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Not too far off. I could probably use a a trim for the I'll new year. I'll bet you could. Did you ever consider pubing or dreadlocking up your pubes? Mm-hmm. They just happen naturally. <laughs> Well, no, not, that's appropriation. Now, that, that, should, <laughs> that you should apologize for. I am sorry. That's one thing that I used to love doing when I was younger is uh, twirling my pubes up. You ever get the corners? You use a spoon and a fork like a... Like a mama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike, do you want me to give you the actual uh, categories that you could enter? Westminster? Yeah. Yeah, hit me with it. All right, you could either do sporting, hound, working, terrier, which sounds like you, uh, toy... <laughs> Non-sporting and hurting. Hurting's me. I got a hurting. I got a hurting. I'm not hurting anybody, so I'm out of that category. (laughs) I would go with hound because I am a hound. Hurting white women. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did get some pussy last night. Hell yeah! How'd you guys make out with Christmas pussy? Are you holding it off for uh, this uh, week that doesn't exist between Christmas and New Year? Yeah, yeah. I got a big week ahead of me. Yeah, I got pussy right before Christmas. Oh, yes. Like a few times in, what? in one week. Yeah. It went down. Is it like a Hanukkah thing? You got 12 days of pussy? <laughs> I mean. Or eight days? What is it? What is Hanukkah? Eight days of pussy. Okay. What do I have? 12 days of Christmas? I mean, you, you just added four for me being black. <laughs> <laughs> you, got Wait, two, you got two dirtle dubs watching you get your dick sucked. How many pussies is Kwanzaa? I never really <laughs> Well, Kwan is four. So. Yeah. No, no. I got I got pussy a few times, and it was uh, it was kind of nice, you know. So, so Christmas came early. Well, I came early. I came early each time. <laughs> no one time that I make it to the end. One of the magical <laughs> things about one of the magical things about pussy is you almost forget just how much you enjoy it until you're back in it. Mm-hmm. You could get it numerous times a week, and each time you're just like, I don't get tired of this. Yeah, better than I remember somehow. Mm-hmm. Do you ever try to deprive yourself for a while just to sweeten the pot when you do get it? I don't try to. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life naturally deprives me of the. I do. I fucking hate life <laughs> <laughs> so much. Constantly cock blocking. Mm. That's all life is. Is a constant cock block. What's the biggest obstacle for you? I think just like like raising and providing for kids. Mm-hmm. No doubt, man. You know. Dude, that's something that I don't think gets mentioned enough when you have kids is like you're going to be fucking tired of shit. You are going to spend a ton of money, but then also it's going to be a pussy famine for a while. Mm-hmm. So buckle up. And John, if you're thinking about becoming a father now who's going to have going to be a grandfather at 48. I am thinking about to, being a pup up by 48. Yeah. You need to start thinking about that, too. Um, Yeah, I, that's not a secret. I don't know why you think that was not. <laughs> Top three complaints from parents is uh, right, I'm tired man. as fuck. They're expensive, and I well, what happened to all the pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, but like one of those, one of those other things would have to just fall by the wayside. Like you can't be, you can't like actually care about providing for your kids mm-hmm. and still getting pussy with your wife. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to convince that woman to also fuck. <laughs> Cause she's like life is fucking cock blocking her too, mm-hmm. so you know it's yeah it's uh there are ways there are ways around it. You just have to not give a fuck about your kids. Yeah, I think I'll be pretty good at that. Yeah, you'll be fucking all the time. <laughs> I, I was just trying to think about getting pussy for the first time after having each kid. I don't remember that, but I do remember my first post rehab nut. Mm. Wait, was it in person in uh, inpatient rehab? You're going for like I day, did go for weeks, that. months. I I was inpatient for 17 days. Okay. And the day I came home, boy, man, I, I had the mindset like I was getting out of jail. Yeah. And I was going to get that pussy, even though we were getting convicted within 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's no pussy like conviction out of rehab pussy. <laughs> 10 days of pussy. I believe that is Kwanzaa. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Man, that is pretty, that is pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, the, when, the, when the chips seem down. Pussy is the best. Yeah. You know. Also, like, I'm imagining that first, you know, after you've deep, because you were pills, right? When I went in, well, I only went to rehab once, but, and I've been addicted to a lot of different things, but when I went in, it was primarily Coke. Okay. Um, although, I was 
booze every time I did coke, and uh, pills weren't that big of an issue for me then. I don't even know if I did pills at that point. Yeah. Coke and, p- coke and pills were not hand-in-hand. Uh, hand. No. The two only, different highs, right? They don't seem to go together. It is. The only time, if I had them, the only time I would mix the two was if, um, yeah, if you're coming down, it's nice to have some painkillers to help take the edge off and help you fall asleep. Yeah. But I, I, from what I understand, neither one of them are necessarily great for coming, right? No, dude. I Well, I mean, Coke, I don't have an experience with that. But with pills, I would have boner issues constantly. Yeah. Um, I know some people claim that, like, they can have sex for hours on perks. Like, that wasn't my thing. And never come? Yeah. Yeah. You can maintain a boner the whole right. time, but not. But that wasn't the case for me. Like, I would... Christ. I don't know how long I would go for fucking... For not getting pussy just because I was on perks for so long. So I should probably apologize to my wife while we're talking about this right now. So sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that stretch, Jamie. Like, so... You, oh, so you weren't fucking because your dick couldn't. Is what you're saying? I mean, like my sex drive is going. Like when I was whacking, yeah, it's like it's not your dick didn't even want to be in the game. Concerned about, and dude, at the time, fucking Blue Chew wasn't around, so you know, it's not like okay, it's like all right, I should probably have sex right now and and take one of these and just knock one out. But it was just like I was content just having my fucking painkillers and just sitting back in this room, putting on my fucking vinyl and just wasting away. Did you ever like consider? Did you ever like have a moment where you're trying to give your dick a pep talk, and it was like reluctant to get back in the game? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> Honestly, it, it did fuck with me a little bit because like once I gave up pills, I always had that in the back of my mind. <clears throat> then, like oh my god, like there. I mean, like I said, like I would go weeks without even like wonder remembering if I had a boner or not. Mm. So once I gave that shit up. I think I was constantly worried, like, oh, my God, like, what if now that I don't take these, I, my boner issues were mental? Mm-hmm. Damn, I get so many boners. There's never been a time in my life where I wasn't getting more boners than I wanted. Do you still have to hide them? I mean, legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's uh, typically I, I've, I've managed. I can manage around these boners, you know? Yeah. An old dog. Been around him for a while. You know? John, what about your boner situation? Do you have to hide a bunch of them? Uh, no, I'm usually, I mean, I don't exit the bed until about 3 p.m., so I've had most of the day's boners <laughs> <laughs> under covers by that point. It's like a, like a kid reading a book, trying not to get discovered by his parents, just draped over the top of him. <laughs> but no, I have not, I'm not in a position where I'm, I have to hide them. Okay. They can be free. That was a that was something I don't miss this, but I just a vivid memory from school was like when you first started getting them. And I never had the boner talk. I had a sex talk when I was in maybe fucking seventh grade, but I never had a boner talk. That's one thing that I made sure that I did with my son recently, was just let him know that like, look, it's gonna be weird. Just fucking tuck it and just wait for it to go away. Because those things will fucking wreak havoc. You think like something's wrong with you. You don't yeah. know what you're supposed to do with it. So, I knew what I was supposed to do. So talk to kids about boners, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't wait. Mike, how'd you bring it up? What did you say to your son to bring that conversation up? Uh, I don't think anything specific prompted it. It was just a thought that I had. You're just walking around with a boner for a week. <laughs> and you're like, I got to address this. <laughs> uh, no, because I, I, I try to think of things that might be relevant to each of the kids. Like with with the girls, it's mostly about how fucking men are predators. But with my son, it's a, you know, it's kind of like the light beer version of that. It's like, all right, I guess right now boners might be your biggest worry. Yeah. Not fucking sexual predators hunting you down. Second biggest worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I, I mean, I I, I talked, I already talked to Finn about boners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just because... uh, he started to be into, noticeably into girls. Yeah, you know. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna have to talk to him about this," mm-hmm. you know. And I did tell him, like, just you know, just don't try to make a display of it, mm-hmm. right? Right. And the older you get, the the deeper the consequences are. Socially, even you know, like just like being made fun of for the boner. 
you're like the older you get, the more that is the case. Mm-hmm. You know, so just keep that in mind. When your dick's hard, <laughs> like people are coming at it from every direction, dude. <laughs> They're trying to get your yeah. dick. Yeah. You almost got to guard it like it's like a beetle being ushered through the crowd. Like, <laughs> people are screaming at it. Like right pounding now, on the fucking right windows. Thank you for your love, but. <laughs> yeah. Because like, we have we do have a like a, like a, in a way about our family where it's like I don't we, we do weird shit in public and it's like, I don't care. This is who we are. I don't want him. I want him knowing that you cannot be that way about your boner. <laughs> yeah, you have to be have to have the demeanor of a secret service agent with your boners. <laughs> yes, you can't take any liberties with that. But there's so many things that like come up, especially now that as you know the kids are like in a different phase. It's not just like simple playtime shit where it's like, oh, I should probably have this conversation now. I should talk about this and this and this and this. And it's especially, you know. It comes to the forefront a lot just because I know, like, I didn't have that shit. The only talk that I remember anybody had with me was about sex. And In school? My, no. My dad gave me the talk on, I think it was my 12th birthday. He was taking me, took me out to my favorite diner. I was like, this is heaven. I had fucking raviolis from my diner. It's like, damn, it does not get any better than this. And I'm going to see Home Alone. And, dude, Boom. as we're driving to see Home Alone, I can't remember exactly what words my dad used to describe fucking... But he had his hands resting on the steering wheel and he kept doing this. <laughs> it's like, man, I just want this to end. And like, I think that's partially why Home Alone holds such a special place in my heart now because it's about a kid's family disappearing. And I wanted nothing more than my father to fucking die right then. <laughs> yeah, I talked I talk to Finn about um, like the pursuit of people, of the, the girls he has crushes on. Mm-hmm. And like letting him know that there are going to be girls that seem like they like you, but then the closer you get to to talking to them, you'll find out that they might like somebody else. And if that happens, that doesn't mean anything wrong with you. Like a girl liking you back doesn't define all the great things about you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have all those great things about you, no girl's going to like you. Mm, damn, that's important to know. It is, dude. There's there's so much, especially in regards to socialization. And the impact that other people's opinions have, other other your other peers' opinions have on you as a kid, that end up forming <coughs> large sections of your personality and what your outlook is on life. Mm-hmm. I think the more that you could hammer that home to your fucking kids, like I, I can't imagine the psychological impact, the psychological benefit that that would have in the long term. Yeah, I mean, it's just so one of those things. Like you have to know that you have to earn a woman's interest in you, mm-hmm. right? Like people who don't know that get a little fucked in the head. Cause sometimes like guys will, if, if you don't accept that, what a guy will do is he'll try to find himself in situations where like he's one of only few men and it's mostly women. And then they just get all fucking pissy when a chick doesn't fuck him just because he's available guy, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, maybe you should have been competing for a higher standard of women because you were worth something. Maybe you shouldn't have worn that fucking hat. You look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> John, what kind of hair did you have in grade school when you were peacocking for ladies? Um, Grade school? At some point, it was a shaved head. What? Maybe like sixth grade. Yeah, like the whole wrestling team got their oh, head okay. shaved, you know, by like the same wrestling mom. She's like, everybody's doing it. I'm going to shave my fucking head. Uh, before that, it was probably like uh, similar to this, parted down the middle, long, and then shaved head into like high school. I showed up with a with like a poly D blowout afro, then cornrows for. Yeah, pictures of all the shit. Not the dreadlocks. <laughs> dreadlocks, I knew there should be no evidence of this. Man, that's like the elusive, impractical jokers episode. <laughs> Yeah, shaved head was for a while. And then Afro. I've t- I tried to do most African American haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta experiment. What was the best one on you? Did you have like the step up box? <laughs> <laughs> I tried it. Ran out of jail quick. <laughs> uh, Afro. The blowout was like the best. You look like you would look good with one of those. It was very funny. Very funny. Good prank. Good life prank for nine months. 
<laughs> Surprisingly, no pussy with these African-American haircuts that I was trying out. <laughs> what do you think was the trick? What did it for you to finally start getting pussy? Um, I think in, to, to lose my virginity, I just had to get a girlfriend in high school. But you know? what was it about you that attracted her to you? Um, I liked her friend. Uh, and I would talk to her trick about the book. friend. And uh, she scooped me, dude. Mm-hmm. Scooped me up. You got second place pussy for your first I time? Did. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your virginity. Then. Oh, God, my bad. No, I was just about to say, like a picture of John fucking his girlfriend with a silver medal on. <laughs> <laughs> just hitting her in the chin with it. A little silver puss. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it went. And then uh, once I shaved my dreadlocks off in college, I started to get... That pussy again. <laughs> Did you give those dreadlocks to Wiggers with cancer? <laughs> Damn it. Why didn't I know you when I was 18? <laughs> Did you save them or did you just throw them in the trash? Um, I might have saved them for like a week, but they were not. They doesn't were not seem good like the kind of thing you throw out. <laughs> I saved a ponytail for a long time. Uh, in college, I had long hair and then made sure whoever cut it, cut it like with a ponytail, mm-hmm. still attached. And then one year for uh, Pollyanna, I put it in like a nice looking uh, atlas thing. Like it looks like an atlas, but it really okay. opens up into like a velveteen box. Wow. And I filled it with flowers and miniature hotel shampoos. And I placed my ponytail in there, like all surrounded by flowers and good looking shit. Damn, dude. Yeah, it was, I won. I won Pollyanna that year. Against a guy. We did this in a charcoal pit in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, I love that fucking place. Another guy had a cr- Christmas cookie tin, and when whoever opened the gift opened it, it was a piece of his shit. <laughs> with a, a toothpick and a flag that said, fuck you on it. <laughs> Jake, can you please toss that fucking dildo in the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, dude, I was just thinking about the charcoal pit. Um, I love charcoal pit. I do, too. Um, I almost got a Christmas DUI <laughs> in Wilmington, and I was trying to think of the place, and I, I know it was somewhere close to the fucking charcoal pit, and it was so fucked up. Like, this would have definitely been a scared straight moment. Um, I had all the kids' presents in the trunk. Dude, this was like 2006, and I had uh, my buddy J-Rock. Happy birthday in heaven, J-Rock, one of the fucking best guys. He invited me to do his Wilmington public access show. And I was like, I was so excited. I was like, yeah, baby, this is going to be it. I'm taking <laughs> off, baby. And I spent the whole fucking day drinking. And um, I couldn't handle it. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't handle the pressure of a Delaware public access show. Oh, it, it was a camera, so it was the biggest thing in the world to me. And Dude, I, like three of my moms were going to see that. <laughs> You're about to make it, man. You blew it. Dude, I don't even know if three mom mom saw it. I think the only person watching was this black militant to call in to tell me what it what a <laughs> faggot I was. <laughs> but at least somebody was watching. But leading up to that, I was at my buddy Steve's house drinking all day. This was at like ten o'clock at night. And I took a tumbler of scotch to go. I was so fucking drunk and I did the show and the show was fun. But afterwards I went to a bar that was somewhere near that charcoal pit. And I made, uh, I turned down a one-way street, and a cop pulled me over. And I had all the kids' fucking presents in the trunk. How'd you get out of it? He was super kind. Christmas miracle? He gave me a a ticket, um, which I never went to court for, and there have been no repercussions. So, I don't know if, like, he didn't submit it or what. But, I mean, it was just, there was no way that he just didn't know that I was drunk. Wow. But I got out of that. And I was able to get back home, and uh, I did not tell my wife. And I even went right back out to buy stocking stars. <laughs> <laughs> like, drink a little more to take yeah. the edge off. Oh, that was close. Walmart. I need a drink. <laughs> I brought all the fucking presents inside, and then Jamie's like, fuck, I forgot to get stocking stars. So I was like, I'll just go fucking Dude. Walgreens. I tell you, you know who's best at driving right now? So thank you to that cop, whoever you are, who cut me that break. Man, that would have been a fucking disaster. Sounds like you might have a bench warrant out. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I did. Have, I had one in fucking Glen Olden that I found out through like a random occurrence. I went to pay off a ticket and the lady told me she's like, uh, 
you know you have a warrant for your arrest in Glen Olden. It was for something. It was like a fucking parking ticket that didn't get paid. That's retarded. It's the most, the dumbest shit ever, but yeah, I've, I've been lucky with that shit. What charcoal pit was it? The one on 202 or Kirkwood Highway? 202. Okay. That's the only one I've been to. Oh, I wonder if you were at, we at Stoney's? The Is Irish that the pub? British? Or the British place? It might, um, uh, I know that I've been there for a show, but I don't know if it was that one. Hmm. I don't know that much about that area. I'm trying to think of the bars that you could have been drinking at. Man, yeah. Wilmington was my hot spot for a while. So you were at the. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just thinking about how, like, I anytime I'm ever pulled over by the police, I mostly don't get a ticket. Like, I, I think I've only I've only gotten two tickets in my whole entire life. What were they for? Well, one was for pissing in Philly, and the other really? one, yeah, the other one was for making a U-turn on a turnpike. I got a U-turn ticket once, too. I got Did uh, you have your dreads at the time? Uh, no, but I had some weed in the car and empty beer cans in the back seat. It was a miracle. I, he might have just given me a warning. Or I might have been, like, thankful for the ticket. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. thank God, it's just a fucking ticket. It's got to be a fu- it's gotta be a fucking hassle for cops to, like, have to bring everybody that they pull over who's clearly been drinking in and give them a DUI. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, think, <laughs> I don't know. Seems like it would be the right thing to do to get him off the road. But uh, <laughs> have you ever, have you guys ever tried to pull like uh, I have diarrhea to get out of a speeding ticket? No, I've thought. Do you about think it. that works? I think if you're a good actor, if you're sincere enough. But John, do you think it would be better if you just unloaded right in front of the cop? <laughs> I mean, that would be the ultimate, like, he'd at least be like, oh, man, I'm sorry for your luck, you know? Like, maybe if you lower the uh, mile, miles per hour a little bit. I thought about it last night. I got pulled over in North Carolina a few years ago, and it's just like a speed trap part mm-hmm. of the highway where it goes from, like, 65 to 45 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw him light me up. I was like, motherfucker. And for a split second, I was like, I'm, I'm going to tell him I have fucking diarrhea. I'm going to get the fuck out of this. <laughs> Yeah. Is there like certain words that you have to read that a cop has to obey, like your diarrhea <laughs> yeah. thing? Damn it. I always just tell the truth. What's what's your normal go-to? Just whatever the fuck was happening. Mm-hmm. Like the last time, so I got pulled over when we had the hybrid. I was coming home from uh, Philly. I was on 76 and I was swerving mm-hmm. because I was playing with the um, the radio and shit. It was all new. And it was like you know high tech and it was like a fucking a, a fuck, a screen for me to look at. Never had a car with a video screen in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to, I don't even remember what I was trying to do, but I was just playing with it and I was swerving. Mm-hmm. And a cop pulled me over and asked me if I'd been drinking. I was like, no. And he was like, well, you're swerving all over the road. Is there any reason you're trying to kill everybody out here? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't even realize uh, that I was swerving that badly i was i got this is a new car and i'm mm. fucking around with the uh mm. radio and stuff and i'm i'm sorry it just it just got me and was he, he cool with that yeah that's a that's a very good reason i mean i've only I ever that. i only have ever told the truth to a cop like I, I i i don't feel i feel like i would be like conceding to their authority if i lied hmm. do you know what i mean I, yeah i get yeah. it like i'm too rebellious to lie to mm. a cop i can't do it you're not worth my fucking lie. It's like I was clearly trying to suck my own dick and write me a ticket if that's illegal, but that's what I was doing. I didn't know that was not allowed in this town. I'm new to this county. I'm a moil. I was trying to circumcise my own baby dick. If you have something against Jewish people, let me know. Mike, would yes. it be fair to say that they were going a moil a minute? <laughs> I, w- I think that is fair to say. Jake, if you want to hold a knife next time, just yeah. laugh. Yeah, 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 Toss yeah. it over to you. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's been a while since I got pulled over for anything. There was a stretch where, like, <clears throat> money was just impossible to come by. Like, every dollar was accounted for, and every setback was catastrophic. And my my car needed to get inspected, but I just didn't have the money to get inspected. And I just hit a streak where, like, I was getting pulled over constantly. And then 
in I think in fucking Springfield is where the cop I had my kids with me too. He was pretty cool, but at the same time he's like, All right, this car can't be on the road, so you need to pull off into like a parking lot and I can't see you drive away. Was it just like a registration thing or something? My inspection was up. Yeah. So I was like, All right, man, I guess I'll fucking do this. But yeah. even then it's just like, dude, I got my fucking kids in the car. Can yeah. You just say, just get your fucking shit inspected. Yeah. Even I'll though take it. it's clear I just told you I don't have the money to do it. Yeah. But I don't know. All in all, I guess that was a good situation. Yeah, I mean, you got to keep your kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I probably should not have <laughs> for a lot of different reasons. Man, that oh. would have been. Oh, God. No, I'm sorry, but again. It just would have been wild if he let you keep the car, but he took the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when your shit gets inspected, you can get one kid back. Dude, the night that I got jumped after Ladybugs, when I finally met my mom at home, my mom called the police, and a cop showed up, and a cop comes in my living room, and as soon as the cop takes out his pad, he's like, All right, what happened? I just started crying <laughs> uncontrollably. Because you knew you were about to snitch? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought I was about these streets, but I ain't about these streets. Dude, at the time, I had the starter jacket on. I had the full wig, gel bangs. I had a fucking gun earring. I had a money earring. And I'm just crying to this cop <laughs> about how one skinny teenager beat up three kids. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. The e- the gun and the money earring mm-hmm. plus the tears equals total pussy. <laughs> Were you fat at the time? Yes. Damn. At this point, not too bad. I think my fattest was fifth and sixth grade, hmm. where I really started to eat feelings. Yeah. Especially, dude, fifth grade was the fucking worst because my teacher, uh, rest in piss, Miss Laporte. <laughs> <laughs> That's when my anxiety started going through the roof, and just everything made me fucking. I was just a ball of anxiety for everything. Uh-huh. And this fucking teacher, I hated her fucking voice. She used to call me old tons of fun because wow. I was clearly just anxious about everything. <laughs> that does those that, the reason and the result don't uh, match up there, dude. Every day when I would walk in, she'd say, "Oh, look who it is! Old tons of fun." <laughs> like, all right, well, if I could, I would kill you, lady. <laughs> Why couldn't that lady be in a school that got shot up? You know. <laughs> Some teachers deserve to die, Jake. Some of them pieces of shit. And if I had it my way, she would have been in Columbine. Dude, that's what they should do. They should make schools for fucking teachers that suck dick and kids that are probably going to shoot the school up. That's an easy way to solve this fucking issue with problematic kids. Why are you busing me over four states? Well, you're a little piece of shit. Man, like teachers will start becoming all inspirational and helpful and shit. Yeah, right? Like, like guiding kids to a better tomorrow. I think we might be on to something here. Yeah. All right. We just revolutionized education. All right, y'all. We're about to head over to the Patreon. If you're not a patron yet, if you go to patreon.com slash dadmeatpodcast, you could join us. We're going to go live over there in about five, ten minutes. Um, pay whatever you want. Dollar, five bucks, ten, whatever you feel like. Just come over there, have fun with us, and we're going to keep things going here with Sid the Kid and John Del Calo. Guys, you want to promote anything before we go over? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm I'm Sid the Kid, by the way. I'm not John Del Calo. Uh, <laughs> check out Two Jack Bros and the Two Jack Bros Patreon. And uh, yeah, that's really it. It's the only podcast that does what it does. Where we just take people through the process of enlightenment so that you yourself can uh, become a person with a higher consciousness and still not be a pussy. I could have used you in eighth grade when I was getting jumps. <laughs> yeah. I would have been there for you, man. I know you would have. I was a fucking bully slayer. I would have fucked that kid up. I know you would have. <laughs> yeah. Kyle Jala. Listen to Little Stinkers, baby. Me and Mike and Jake's true crime podcasts. And follow me on things at Johnny Delco. Thanks, Thanks second that. Please listen to Little Stinkers. Um, I'm super fortunate to be able to do this every fucking week and Little Stinkers every week. I just get to fucking hang out with my boys, talk about murders. Oh, my God. John, I watched... Um, Sid, do you remember Cosmo DiNardo? That fat fuck who killed four of his friends four years ago in Bucks County? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm going to I'm gonna show you this documentary that came out. It's called um, 
the Lost Boys of Bucks County. Is it recent? Yeah. Okay. Within the past couple of years. And it's fucked up because what he did was fucked up. But it's also very funny because everybody in it has the thickest Philly accent you can imagine. Thick. So they're like, yeah, not for nothing, but they told us he was fucking, you know, cutting heads off over in that farm. I'm like, yeah, dude, what's the fucking guy? I think he's fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, but not for nothing, dude. Four kids died. <laughs> I so can't it, wait to watch that. It's an hour and a half of that. Yeah. Hell That's yeah. Sick. Oh, but I heard a, we could talk about this uh, on Little Stinkers, but I heard an interesting wrinkle to the case that I had not heard before, which gives a clear motive, if true. To why Cosmo went ape shit really? and killed four people for seemingly no reason. This is in the documentary, or it's in no. This is something I found? I found on Reddit. I, I I don't know that it can be substantiated. Although I don't know, I guess court records you can see who testified and who mm-hmm. didn't. It was in a separate case where it's rumored that the people that he killed were set or already did testify against somebody in a different case, and this guy was apparently Cosmo's supplier. So it was like a favor. Like Cosmo owed this guy money, and the guy's like, all right, these people tried to fucking put me away for a long time. Yeah. He was hired for it. Almost like a hit. Could have been. Yeah, could have been. But that'll be on a future little stinker. So check that out. In the meantime, we're going to take a a few-minute break. Come join us on Dad Meat Patreon, and we'll see you guys over there. Love you guys.